A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, a whole lot of stories were told. Seriously, it's hard to keep track of everything in the Star Wars universe. Through films, comic books, TV shows, novels, and much, much more, sorting out what is legend, what is canon, and which stories are told from a certain point of view can be a bit tough. We're here to help you sort through that mess and to stay up to date with what's going on in the galaxy. So sit tight, strap in, grab your favorite co-pilot if you want to, and get ready to make the jump to light speed. Ladies, gentlemen, Wookiees of all ages, these are the Holocron Chronicles. Hello there. That was a good one. Okay, yes. my name's Mark. <laughs> You're listening to the Holocron Chronicles. This is episode 23, and I am without my usual co-pilot. Charlie is uh, is MIA tonight. I don't know. He might join us later. He might not. He's mysterious right now. But I am super, super happy and super lucky to be joined by, I'm going to say, the next best co-pilot that I could find, and that is Mike from... Uh, from the Bright Suns podcast. How you doing, Mike? I am doing excellent. How about you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm really excited to have you on the show. Yeah, I love too. your show. Uh, we were talking a little bit before. I just, I love the vibe. We love all the same stuff from Star Wars to Marvel to just like generally geeky stuff. So I was super happy. It's, it's all good. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. what I love about it. It's all good. Yeah. You have such a great vibe for your show. Uh, I think it kind of fits into, uh, you know, the general vibe that we try to bring here too. So um, with that being said, actually, before we really get started, it's it's Thanksgiving up in Canada. So I'm thankful for such a great community that we have. And uh, as we're recording this, by the time people are listening, it'll be Wednesday. So it'll be long past. But uh, right now, while we're recording, I just had a great Thanksgiving weekend with the family. And uh, I'm really thankful for for that, but also the uh, the awesome Star Wars community that we that we have, and all these friends that we have, uh, and yourself included. So so thanks. Well, you're um, very welcome. I'm thankful for it too. Even though here uh, in the states, it is very much not Thanksgiving. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still thankful every day. It's yeah, good. that's that's yeah. it. So, and you're you're on the east coast of the states, uh, so you're you're close to Canada. I've driven through the New England states. It's not that far of a drive. From, not too uh, from far. I am uh, compared to some of our other guests that it's like, I'm not getting there unless I jump on a couple of planes. <laughs> like theoretically I could drive down through the East coast, which is, uh, it was, kind of nice. Um, yeah. So let's, let's get to know you a bit, I think before we, we jump into more star Wars stuff. So let's start off as we start off with every new guest talking about your favorite movie. I know it's hard to knock it down nail it yeah. down let's let's talk about maybe a couple of your favorites but what's what's your favorite <laughs> bit of star wars oh god that that is such a hard question just because uh like like my thing i like i i normally don't like to to rate and like put anything above anything else just because i know 
I'm, you know, I'm that one guy that's going to be saying something and then somebody online is going to be like, how could you possibly rate that higher? That one's my favorite. So we, I usually try to go off from all yeah. different angles here and say like, this one's the best, this one's the best. So far, unless no one's reported it back to me, but we have not gotten anyone that's like reached out and been like hating on our guests <laughs> for like their hot take opinions. Because I've heard like everything from like, this is going to be the hottest take you guys have ever seen on this show. And they'll drop like, <laughs> you know, my favorite's The Last Jedi or whatever, or like episode yeah. one. And it's Somebody like, likes it though. Someone's going to, some, you know, and, and so far it's it's accepting. It's, it's good. Yeah. So lay your I, hottest takes on us. Hot, oh, okay. So I think my personal opinion on that would probably be, I really have kind of like favorites in each trilogy. So, you know, like Makes um, sense. A, a totally, you know, quote unquote, unpopular opinion. My favorite in the prequel trilogy has got to be Revenge of the Sith. I love that one. Right. That one just, you know, it was it was very like everything kind of fit into the end of the movie in the places mm-hmm. that I remembered them from when I was a kid. So I was like, oh, man, the universe kind of makes sense right now. That's my favorite of the prequels as well. You can't argue with an hour long sword fight that has not been topped in cinematic sword fights since. Yeah. Just come at me. I I will watch that that on YouTube on repeat, like just on in the background while I'm trying to work. I do say trying is the operative word. It's not (laughs) always successful. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, And then, uh, yeah, original trilogy. Um, I got to go Empire. And I know, again, just hottest take right there right like that's the one nobody likes um no empire is definitely my favorite out of the original trilogy Mm -hmm. and then uh sequel trilogy that one's even harder just because those are those are like ridiculously special movies to me so um yeah i probably probably gonna go rise of skywalker that one's probably gonna get some hate online rise of skywalker is probably my favorite in the sequel maybe but i i yeah. like that movie i mean oh, i so I, I like everything it's uh, star wars to me is like pizza you don't really find bad pizza it's still yeah. pizza right like even if it's, it's still, not yeah. great um so but like i i liked rise of skywalker it wasn't the best but like i thought there were some big cinematic moments like it wasn't the deepest yeah. it was star wars so movie much they, fun it was. It was just a fun ride, right? So I, yeah. I like it. Good, good choices. Yeah. Uh, what about shows? Any, any shows that you've been drawn into, or oh. like cartoon, live action, whatever? Uh, anything? Because um, we are going to be talking about some cartoon later. So let's yeah. let's put that one out. So um, the one that I finished most recently uh, was Rebels for TV. Oh, show. Awesome. I got into that so hard. That was such a good show, um, and and the way you know it leads right up into the original trilogy and then just kind of fast forwards at the very end spoiler alert in case yeah. you haven't seen it anybody uh you know fast forwards right at the end but it's 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 such a good show and introduces um probably my favorite star wars like mechanic uh, uh the world between worlds yeah oh my god like i have a feeling that's going to be you know playing pretty huge in upcoming star wars titles hopefully absolutely yeah um yeah, but between that and The Mandalorian, uh, Book of Boba Fett coming out, I'm like super excited about that one. Um, there's 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 too much to choose from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's there's tough. something Rebels for everybody. So it doesn't matter. Like like you got visions, and I wasn't crazy about visions, but that's pretty much why I kind of was super excited about it, and then stopped talking about it. Was it's not my thing. Oh well. Not everything not in Star Wars is for everybody. Uh, I mean, if you listen to the last episode, Charlie was the same way. Uh, so I, if, if you're not an anime fan, 
then that I, I don't think visions is going to convince you to become yeah. one. But and if, that, if, I think that's uh, what I was hoping was right. was I would get into visions and I'd be able to say, okay, now I actually like some anime. I I can't say that. Although I will say the duel was friggin' phenomenal. <laughs> the yeah. duel was amazing. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I want more Ronin. Absolutely. Well, there's a book coming out in uh, maybe a week or so. So you might be able to get a little bit more, at least in in that platform. And then hopefully they'll continue Visions. I'd like to see like season two of Visions be the continuation of some of the stories. Because some yeah. kind of stand alone and, and just did what they needed to yeah. do. But I probably think don't need another Bohemian, or, uh, not Bohemian Rhapsody, Tatooine Rhapsody. We Tatooine. don't need another one of those. We're good. We're good. That's a, you, you feel exactly the same as Charlie. I'm sad that he's not here right now because <laughs> he would be just Charlie. like, yes, you're the new permanent co-host. And he'd kick <laughs> my ass out of here because uh, that was uh, very much his take as well. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to see some, yes, yeah, some, some new stories and then continue some of the old ones and, and just, you know, go from there. Uh, you had a tough time narrowing down your favorite movie what about favorite character oh god that's probably even harder i can i do like a top 1000 star wars characters and just <laughs> kind of go from there that Let's that might be a little easier 100 i mean top come 100. on we're gonna have all night um any any favorites favorites um i gotta go with my girl ray uh she's Absolutely. Like I am so excited for any potential future of Star Wars because uh, the thing the thing that I like to say to just try to get a rise out of some people is, yeah, Jedi Grandmaster Rey Skywalker is going to be the, the future Grandmaster of all future Jedi. Deal yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah, there's no there's uh, no way around that. But I mean, right now she is the council. Not only is she's like granted a seat yeah. on the council, she is she the is council. the council, <laughs> um, which is kind yeah. of bringing up the Palpatine vibes a little yeah. bit. Actually, now that I say that out loud, but uh, anyway, yeah, no, that's <laughs> I am. I didn't think it. about that. Uh, so yeah, her. Um, hopefully, she finds yeah. some other force sensitive people, <clears throat> Finn, uh, to to be on the council know, with right? her. Um, <laughs> Good choice, though. Great choice. Yeah, such a great character. Yeah, um, and then the and then there's is, you know Clone Wars Obi Wan. Oh hell yeah! Oh my god, just I could I could listen to James Arnold Taylor like forever. I love that man's voice as Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah, defining of that, which is hard when you've you've got other great live action versions of Obi Wan when it's yeah. Um, and Alec was, Guinness like, and and, uh, uh, and God, why can't I think of his name? Ewan McGregor. Yes. Yeah. God. Sorry, Star Wars. I, and fans. I can't wait to see more of, of him in the Obi Wan series. But uh, the, yeah, Clone Wars defines so many characters. And that's what I love about that. And, and people often dismiss it as like, oh, it's just a cartoon, it's for kids. But it's like, if you really want to get the <laughs> yeah. most out of Star Wars, watch that stuff because it fills in so much. You're so much more attached to those characters. And if you watch it in between the movies, which is a tough order to do, but if yeah. you actually space it out and do it like that, by the time you get to revenge of the Sith, like you are so emotionally invested and, and in to those characters and those stories that like what happens when it happens hits you so hard. Uh, it's, it's yeah. Crazy. It, it provides now, but, that like little like meaty substance behind everything. Yeah. Like, like all the, the kind of little throwaway lines that were in the, in the movies. Uh, then you get all these actual like full episodes and in episode arcs that are, you know, that covered the, they give you the details of it. And so when you go back and watch the movies again, you're like, 
I remember that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I remember seeing how that happened. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's 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 just such a good show too. Like, there's so much behind it. And then, uh, you know, introducing uh, Ahsoka Tano. I mean, I, I gotta I gotta throw her in like top three, definitely. <laughs> She's just so awesome. And uh, yeah, no, I'm uh, the fact that they're they're bringing her back and. The like the first, like you know, one of the first things that she's talking about in uh, the Mandalorian is she wants to find Thrawn, and it's like, God, Where there's so much Thrawn to look forward Ezra? to. Oh, so Can't much wait. to look forward to. I'm just like, yeah. I'm stoked. I know it's just you. It's one of those times that you want that fast forward button, but then you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, what would I miss? But also Ahsoka, come on. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's tough. Uh, yeah. So what's some of your favorite characters? I'm guessing I'm I'm gonna be able to assume what you'd pick here, but I have to ask light side or dark side. Oh, see now I have, I have some interesting thoughts about the light side and the dark side. So, uh, bare bones answer is light side. Um, just very quick answer light side. Anytime there's, uh, like a, a star Wars game that you kind of play and you kind of either go with the light side or dark side. First choice, always play through as a light side, then go through as the dark side. But, so like my whole take on like the light side, dark side thing, and I know it's not canon, but like everybody's gray, <laughs> like there's, there's good and bad. It's very, you know, yin and yang for pretty much everybody. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I think, uh, and, and I don't want to like my ADHD brain just kind of blows up sometimes like watching this, you're going to notice how much I probably edit my show, uh, which is oh, a lot, okay. like there's All a right. lot where I like cut and paste cause my brain just kind of goes off on a tangent like it is right now, but, uh, light and dark side interchangeable for each person there. They like, they can use a little bit of the light, a little bit of the dark. And, um, people tend to associate the light with the Jedi and the dark with the Sith. And I honestly think that, you know, light and dark side, they're just tools of the same category. And it's, you know, Dark side users can use light side powers. Light side users can use dark side powers while still being lighter dark Jedi. That that brings me back to a few episodes ago. We had Omar on the show, and, and it was his first time watching the entire series. And we we got him on to to talk about his thoughts about what you know. And, and I asked the same question, and uh, he said, you know, I I want to be good, but I want to use force lightning. So can you use force lightning without being a dick? And I thought that was the funniest answer he could have given, but also like realistically, like, yeah, like what for, for every, no person usually in, you know, nor, no normal person is, is like a hundred percent good or bad. We're all, we all have done things I'm sure. And, and do things that, that live in that gray area, or we're just trying to do our best. Hopefully you choose to do more good in the universe than bad, probably outwardly just evil shit. But like, you know, I, yeah, that's, it's yeah. such a, uh, it's kind of, it, you know, at, at the end, you know, at the end of your life, you kind of look at the balance and you're like, all right, well, you know, you did a lot of good stuff, but, uh, you did use force lightning to like rob a bank. So <laughs> and you can't you know. tell like, you know, you, you can't tell me you wouldn't just try to get out of a traffic ticket or try to get out of oh, using I something. I would Jedi like mind some, trick you know, Jedi everyone. hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I need a day just, off of work. That's <laughs> I need a week. Or even, I mean, even you look at, uh, I think it was Clone Wars when Anakin's floating the fruit over and they're, they're having that yeah. little banter back and forth. And he's like, Obi-Wan would be furious if I was using the force like this. He'd be like, 
The floating of fruit. I would never ever get up. Be like, need a new beer? Cool, force it. Like, hundred percent. Like you, you, whatever. Just a, a cookie. Let's go. Um, <laughs> you're the laziest Jedi. Hundred <laughs> percent. Just like so lazy. Just like Jabba the Hut looking Merc Jedi that's just like floating around. When using the, I'm using the Force <laughs> to lift my couch so I don't have to get off it. Like just what you know, like uh, just abuse. Non-stop abuse of the force, a hundred percent. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I, no, the, the Jedi Council would be very furious with us. I oh, think. Terrible, <laughs> but you also know that Yoda's floating around in that little chair thing. Oh yeah, he's uh, being lazy. Yeah, for sure. Little legs like that, he can't run fast. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. He's, well, he's, yeah. Gotta gotta use use what he can. Um, that seems to be a common answer too. Is kind of like that that gray in between. Like, yeah. you know, don't agree with what the the council's saying or the the Jedi are saying. Obviously, they failed uh, several times, very notably. So uh, there's something wrong with the, yeah, and with I, the, the Jedi. And I've got I've got notes on a show that I'm going to be doing. Uh, I'm going to record it soon. But uh, I I don't think the Jedi were the greatest uh, characters back in, especially the, the uh, prequel trilogy era. I honestly don't think they were the good guys Um, and they're not the bad guys, but you know, everybody's kind of a hero in their own mind, that kind of thing. Um, You know, from a certain point of view. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Common thread. Um, But yeah, no, it's, it's the force is the force. It's a tool. It's going to be used for good or for bad by good and bad people. So hard to say where I would fall exactly, but I, I err to the light side, I think. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, finally, you've mentioned it a couple of times uh, and, and peered behind the curtain of your, your editing tactics, I suppose. But tell us about your podcast. Tell us about Bright Suns. Uh, so Bright Suns uh, podcast. Let's see. So the, the idea started off um, when I was down at Galaxy's Edge. And for the first time in years, I was actually able to just geek out with people who loved Star Wars. And I... I'd never experienced that because the internet is just kind of a toxic cesspool most of the time. Uh, and so, you know, I got down there and, you know, kind of expecting the same thing. It really actually started at August Cantina down there because, um, you know, despite COVID protocols, they, they put us in a table with another family and I'm usually pretty shy and, and, you know, especially in person, I I've got like no charisma or anything in person. I'm usually like, quiet and uh they they sat us with this other family i know right behind the camera a totally different person (laughs) but they sat us with this other family and uh you know we're we're, it's the first like 10 15 minutes just stonewall like there's nothing there just yeah i just want my drink and uh can i just can i just get a, a couple of yub nubs and um Finally, like, thank God the family that was there, they broke the ice and just started asking basic questions about Star Wars and what I thought of different things. And, uh, you know, before you know it, we're, we're basically breaking the 45 minute protocol that they had where you had to be out of there in 45 minutes. We were yeah. there for like an hour and a half Whoa. <laughs> just talking about Star Wars with these people that I've never met. And I met them that night. Uh, and then pretty much the rest of the time that we were we were in Galaxy's Edge. That's, that's all I did was in line. I'd, you know, we'd be pointing stuff out, all these little details that are in the ride and I'd just be talking to people. And so when I got home, I was like, I'm, I'm not ready for that to end. Not, not by like a long shot. So 
yeah. I started like cultivating my Twitter feed and, you know, and then I was like, all right, well, I, there's gotta be a way that I can continue talking about star Wars and not just like typing up little 140 character things. So podcast, <laughs> you know, that seems to be the best way to do it. And, uh, you know, I know starting a podcast, uh, in the star Wars space is a drop in the ocean. Um, but I, you know, there, you always got to think of like, you know, what you can do differently that other people aren't doing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at the time when I started, I was like, I'm just going to be like ultra positive and love everything about Star Wars and try to convince people that, you know, hey, it's okay to like things. It's okay not to like things, but it's definitely okay to like what you're seeing and, and like different aspects of it uh, and try to fix the discourse because the discourse is terrible most of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, so and, and that's that's why I chose the name Bright Suns was also because that's the uh, greeting that they give you, the cast members give you down in um, Galaxy's Edge is mm -hmm. Bright Suns Travelers or Rising Moons Travelers. And I figured Bright Suns was just like a really positive sounding thing. It's just it's it's bright. It's it's light. It's fun. It reflects on Galaxy's Edge, which was like this kind of religious experience, I guess, in a Star Wars fan's life. Uh and that's, that's pretty much why I started it. And, uh, yeah, I'm only like four episodes in <laughs> working on episode five. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's been fun so far and, and met a ton of cool people online, uh, yourself included. Thank you. And, uh, just, just trying to, trying to change the discourse one, one person at a time as much as I can, you know? I uh I love the show. I I've been listening since episode 1. I don't even you just popped up on my my Twitter feed one one day and it was just like bright suns oh, and I immediately caught it cuz I love Galaxy's Edge. Yes. And uh, I loved the greeting before I went down there. I I read the book and so I was like all ready for the lingo and everything. So Oh, I um, went in blind. I had no, no idea. I'm like, that yeah. was Bright Suns, Rising Moons. <laughs> oh, no. I, I like, I was ready to go. I was watching YouTube videos on like people building. And that's how I found Dano from a few episodes back, too. Um, cause he was, he was doing like the whole lightsaber building thing. And, and so that's kind of, I followed that about like the, all the different styles and all that kind of thing. And, and I went down, like, he was there immediately because I went down like two weeks after Galaxy's Edge opened or something like that. So it was like still pretty fresh. Um, but like, yeah, so your show caught my eye or ear, whatever you call it, like right away. But it, like right off listening, I, like I said before, I'd love the positivity. And it wasn't like, like toxic positivity. Like you can tell yeah. it's very genuine that you actually like, this is how you actually feel, which, which I love. And, uh, and it's, it's just you as well. So you mentioned that you heavily edit the show. Um, yeah, but when I, when I first kind of messaged you on Twitter to ask about coming on, it was like, dude, I love your show. It is ballsy as hell to do like a, a just, just you like talking into a microphone. And I find like, but I also kind of find yeah. like, you're just kind of talking to me, right? Like, that's what I'm like, that's what I'm kind of going for. And I'm glad it's working Yeah, because, uh, yeah, like you said, it's ballsy as hell. And I'm like sitting there when I started the podcast, like, who the hell do I think I am? <laughs> like, there's nobody dude from, from New England. I'm just like, you know, you guys are lucky I don't have the accent. Uh, I, I drop it on occasion, but you'd be sitting there going, ah, well, Star Wars, let me tell you about Star Wars. All right. 
That's, I, I could drop the Cape Breton accent anytime, really. I'm sure it comes out when I say certain things. And I'm just, you know, I, I try my best to to not do that. I guess it's a couple of years of radio. Uh, not oh, yeah. Me, but, um, but yes, I, I get you. But if you ever drop like the Stawaz bar and talking about August Cantina, like I'll be talking, 100%, oh, yeah. like I'll be telling more people to listen. Be like, oh my God, listen to this one. Um it's a great I'll do, show. I'll do an entire episode like that one day. Yes. All right. Uh, it, it is a great show. If, if you're listening to this one right now, pause it uh, or just like leave it run, but go subscribe. It's it's great. Um, it's uh, like I said, it's it's not like toxically positive, but I love the vibe that you bring. Um, and and I'm glad to hear you're you're continuing on with it and uh, and going. So that, that's that's great. I can't wait I, to hear more. I figured it's it's kind of a. a- medium enough name to where I can sit there and branch off and go to like Marvel and stuff like that yeah. without, you know, Bright Suns doesn't necessarily have to mean Star Wars. It can, it can mean anything in the geekdom. You know what? It's, uh, it's, it's perfectly, yeah, it's, it's perfectly fine to, to branch out like that. And I love the episode. Like, was it episode two or three? You were like, we're going to talk about Spider-Man. So if you're expecting Star Wars, that was three. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but today we're talking about Spider-Man. <laughs> and that was your approach. Talking about so, like yeah. driving to to drop my kid off to daycare, and and that comes on, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm yeah, ready let's... to listen about Spider-Man. Like, let's talk about Spider-Man. That's what I want to talk about because there's so much about Spider-Man that's coming up, and all yeah. the rumors about the new one. I was like, this is exactly what I need right now. Yes, uh, so <laughs> that's, that's, great. that's usually that. how my episodes get scripted out. Is like I'll I'll see stuff online and I'll be like wait a minute, people loved this thing like 10 seconds ago. Now they're talking about it being bad. What? So that, yeah. that, that kind of like somewhat frustration, I'm like, all right, I got to like turn that into something positive and just be like, no, here's why it's awesome and why it's okay to like it, guys. Yeah, <laughs> and that's exactly how, like, I loved all the Spider-Men. Spider-Mans? Spider-People? Spider, Spider, the movies? Spider-People. Anyway, they've all been great. And I hope they're all, they all come back, like in a, in a, you know, like the rumors are saying, but anyway, let's, <laughs> let's get this back episode's to not Wars, about uh, spider-man no yes this is uh welcome welcome to the holocron chronicles spider-man hour um <laughs> this is this is where we're going from now on no uh this, so yeah anyway go listen to that show it's great and i'm glad to hear you're continuing on i can't wait to hear more of your star wars takes and more of your superhero takes and uh and some of your pump that you're uh you're joining us now so let's let's move on to I guess the the big topic of the show that's that's not you, even though I'm thrilled to have you here. Uh, terrifying tales. Oh, that was so much fun! Just dropped. Uh, it was an absolute blast. Uh, let's just jump right into it. So this for anyone that hasn't seen it yet, we're gonna go full spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, skippity skip forward, or we'll see you next episode. Make sure you subscribe. Thanks for listening. But uh, we're going to go full spoilers into this one. And it's uh, it's Lego Terrifying Tales, new animated, uh, I want to say short, but it's 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 long. It's it's not like a yeah. full movie, but it's it's more than just like an episode. So it's... Uh, it was what, like 40 something minutes? Yeah, something yeah. around there. Um, so it's new on Disney Plus. So if you're a Disney Plus subscriber, you can go watch it right now. And it fits perfectly into the spooky time of year that we're in in October. Because if you're like me, you celebrate Halloween straight through the whole month. And for anyone bringing out Christmas decorations or thoughts or anything like that, just put that away till November 1st. Yeah. Go away. No, goth kids uh, keep holding the line. 
That's <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Hold um, the line. Yes, I was always very upset that my birthday was November fourth because I wanted to be born closer to Halloween. I had one Halloween. And you were birthday so close, so close. <laughs> and uh, I had one Halloween birthday as a kid, and that was it. Um, and I was always like, "You just like pop me out a couple of days earlier, Mom." God, uh, and <laughs> just like squeeze. Yeah, that's you know, like <laughs> just go for a walk or do yeah. something. I don't know, induce labor somehow. Come on, um, find that DeLorean and, and get to work. Uh, but <laughs> all right, so this other one, nerd uh, references. This, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so this centers on Poe and BB-8. They they crash land on on Musafer and a hut called Grabala has set up uh, a a hotel resort place dedicated to the Sith. Probably the last in, thing I would consider in, putting in uh, Vader's castle. Yeah, it's it's in Vader's castle. So right <laughs> off the bat, you're just going, you, you know, this is just ridiculous. And uh, I liked the balance that they struck between like completely off the wall and also like, yeah, I could see them kind of exploring this in some sort of future Star Wars thing or like, oh, they've touched on that in the comics. I wonder what they're going to do with it. And it was it was really weird to see some things that have only been touched on in the comics or elsewhere be touched on in this and like people just being like, who is this and why are they here? Okay, cool. It's a 10 minute little short. And they basically set it up like freaky stories or something like that of like, have you heard this one? And I think very, they very actually, like, like tales from the crypt, you know? Yeah. And they actually <laughs> dropped like, uh, like that kind of thing, like submitted for your approval, like the oh. midnight society kind of shit. Like yep. they actually dropped that in this. And I was like, no one else listening is going to understand that or watching this is going to understand that. But like the kids certainly like, wouldn't No, Right. And this is kind of geared for kids, although it is kind of freaky and I didn't watch it with Finn, which is lucky. And I admit it to my wife that she was right for not letting me do that. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to stop rambling for a second. Cause I want to know your favorite, Mike, what was your, your favorite part of this or like, what were the thoughts overall, I guess, to start? Uh, I think the, um, the, so the first, the first, I, I guess like terrifying tale, which was the, uh, the lost boy. Yep. I, I adored that. That was like, like a lot of the, the skits kind of pulled from other media you know, but this was just heavy handed on the references to the old, what was it? Eighties, nineties movie, the lost boys. Yep. I, I think it was like a little bit before my time. I was pretty young when that came out, but you know, I remember seeing it and, and this just leaned on, on all those references and, and the visual kind of aspect of it just so heavy. Um, that was also where the like creepiest image of the entire thing came oh, in. Yeah. The, yeah. The little ghost, uh, things with the glowing eyes. I was, Yep. Yeah, uh, that was a little rough, but that 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 one was that one was my favorite, also because um, uh, Ren being in it, yeah, not and, and like you know the only place that he'd ever even been mentioned before was I think it was it was the Darth Vader comic books, which I haven't read yeah. entirely. I've read like yeah. one or so two. He, he showed yeah. up in the comics, and and you saw. I mean, they they took him in this directly from the image in the comics. Basically, I mean, Lego fight him, but uh, yeah. the mask was there. They got Christian Slater to voice him. Oh my like, god, fantastic! Which, looking at his IMDb, I had no idea that dude was that busy. I'm like, man, the last thing I remember seeing him in was like Broken Arrow back in the day. <laughs> like looking up his IMDb, seeing what he's working on. I'm scrolling for like nine pages, but yeah, he did such an amazing job as Ren. Like. And and kind of pulling that kind of like 
90s horror movie vibe out of the whole thing. Like it was it was so much fun. It was a 90s horror mixed with like 80s, like I said, Lost Boys montage kind of yeah. sequence. And and like it was just. And then Lego. Like, <laughs> and and all in Lego. And it was the but the, the thing with it was this is one of them that some of it was pulled from the comics. Some of it was just complete nonsense. Some of it kind of happened like it did in the movies. But you also like there was no luke turning on ben there was none of that it was just kind of like ben going to the dark side and then like all the stuff that followed so it was kind of like you watch this and it's like oh i kind of wish it happened that way but also it's kind of like now i understand why it didn't and it was so it was like just a a little all over the place but it's it's one of those things that like you can see how you know messaging in the galaxy i guess you know unless someone has learned from Luke about what happened or whatever rumors are going to start. It's the telephone game across the star Wars galaxy. I was just about to say that. People find out about stuff, but like you can think even a couple of years down the road of like all these stories and legends starting to come out. And you you saw this in force awakens of like the stories you've heard kid. Yeah, they're true. All of it. Right. Like Han just kind of recapping about the force, but like, and Luke being just an absolute myth, like yeah. Ray even saying, I thought he was a myth. Like, yeah. Yeah. So you can kind of see how like, like the whole Ren thing, like mm-hmm. maybe that's how it went down. You don't know. Yeah. But I, I love that all of the, all of the things, they all ended the way that they kind of ended in canon. Like mm-hmm. technically, you know, it was like, okay, yeah. Uh, Ben got corrupted by someone and became a dark Lord of the Sith. Yeah. And just everything kind of ended that specific way, but told in like a Lego legends kind of, kind of way. And it just, it was, it was, it was creative and, and unique and funny as hell. Yeah. It <laughs> like really I love the way they did it. And it was, it was perfect. Like even, even Halloween legends or horror tales, myths, like folk tales, that kind of stuff. Like every, person that's telling it is going to have their own little spin on it, their own little interpretation. So you see this creepy guy that's basically living in Darth Vader's castle slash hotel or whatever. And like, of course he's going to have his own take on things or like his own spin of, of things. And you find out like it's a kind of a dark side spin, but like, yeah, I, I thought this was like you said, fantastic, set the yeah. tone for how the rest of it was going to go and and just was was a great way to start off. Um, what do you think about the dueling monstrosities, Darth Maul versus General Grievous? Uh, well, anything that brings Sam Witwer back, uh, instant win in my book. Uh, yeah. So Sam Witwer coming back as Darth Maul, I was I was concerned because I didn't I didn't look up like who was doing any of the voices or anything. Um, part of the fun, I think, in a lot of animated stuff is just if you can like go oh yeah I, I, like if you can kind of train your ear to like know that person's voice but you know the second he started talking i'm like that's sam whitware that's awesome yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um that one was uh that one was a lot of fun because i feel like a lot of that one was just I, I don't know a lot of the comic book history or anything so a lot of it's new to me but i don't know if that was taken from the comic books at least the the lightsaber <sighs> I don't, I don't remember I don't anything. Like so that. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not so sure. It kind of feels with, like with that lightsaber. I don't know exactly where they pulled that from. I can't remember. Um, although there is that, the, no, that's not the one that Luke had in the comics. Anyway, I wish Charlie was here again. Cause he'd probably know yeah. that there was a, a, a saber. Um, 
oddly enough, a saber that was kind of similar to mine with a Rancor tooth. Uh, and mm-hmm. it was a Sith Lord saber. Luke had it at, at one point. Uh, I think Darth Vader had it at another point. Luke actually, when he used it, it started to corrupt him and he killed like a room full of stormtroopers or something like that, like straight up murdered them. Like not like just, you know, blowing up a death star yeah. and murdering thousands of millions of people, but you know, it doesn't really count. You know, um, yeah, that doesn't like count. straight up, like in the face. That's light murder. side murder. That's- exactly. <laughs> no, this was like some dark shit. Dark murder. side. Murder. Um, I don't know if that's the same, the same weapon. I should have probably looked that up, but, um, Overall, I thought like that was the MacGuffin to get these two weird half mechanical monster people to to battle yep. over something. And I thought that was delightful because uh, you got Maul using his spider legs before <laughs> he yeah. upgraded to- Oh my the, God, the leg montage. Oh, like I, I had to like, the, I was laughing so hard at that, especially the uh, when they put him on like the BB-9E legs. Yeah. Oh my god, that was hilarious! Awesome stuff. And then uh, just just, uh, with Grievous like playing up his his cough and all that kind of stuff too. Oh, and using his real name. Yeah, yeah, and like telling a little bit of backstory about him. Yeah, which uh, where that was was that explored in any shows or anything? I I don't remember if it was explored. To, I I feel like it was like brought up in the Clone Wars, but right. I don't remember ever hearing a his his full name or mm-hmm. you know seeing any of the the uh, conversion to being like you know Robot Grievous that we know. Yeah, yeah, I, I know so. there was a hint of that because you saw I think uh, evolution of that in one of the shows. Um, I want to say Clone Wars, but I might be mistaken. But I, I know there was kind of like you saw some like pieces of him basically, or where they kind yeah. of started building him up kind of thing. Um, anyway, I thought that was, yeah, again, a very interesting take on something that might not be completely Canon, but like kind of skirted Can- in there. Canon like adjacent. Be, you know, yeah. who knows that could have something like that could have happened maybe. Um, and then uh, the Wookiee's paw is the final one. Oh, so classic uh, monkey's paw kind of tale, which, you know, yep. you've seen Treehouse of horror and all this other stuff. Um, Very twilight. I think actually the, uh, the yeah. logo was twilight zone, wasn't it? Like I they designed so. it to look yeah. like twilight zone. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was more of a, what if uh, Luke went to the dark side kind of thing. But like you said, things kind of kept happening as yeah. they happened in Canon. It was just, everything was twisted right around. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and the, the way that one ended was great too, just because the the thing that he wished for was, you know, I want to be the most famous star pilot in all the galaxy. And then, yeah, he ended up being the most famous star pilot in the galaxy, just like Luke Skywalker actually was. But that's so monkey's paw too. Like not even just, you know, the, the what if, and that's how it ended in the universe, but also monkey's paw. You get what you ask for exactly, but in the worst possible way. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was that was so great. Everything, yeah, yeah. Um, And then they they so they wrap that all up with this this guy um, who who was working in this hotel was actually wanting to be a Sith Lord, followed Vader and and all that kind of stuff, and uh, and and was actually collecting relics to turn himself into a giant Megazord kind of Iron Man creature thing. I don't know. Anyway, to to go after them and Sith Mecha Robot. Yeah, thing. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was ridiculous and fun, and uh, they defeated him. And then we found a new force sensitive or, or pilot kind of kid to to go Raise off. New uh, student. And yeah, 
It's fantastic. Uh, yeah. And, and Poe. So any, again, any kind of thing, just like the Lego holiday special last year where they're continuing Finn's uh, training in the force, like some of this Lego stuff needs to actually be canon and needs to happen in another medium. So people take it seriously. Like just the stories are there. Just go for yeah, it. And I feel like, I feel like the, the Lego series of, of stuff is actually a good like gateway between mediums. So, you know, uh, the stuff from the comic books in this that they pulled uh, and brought it into, you know, the Lego verse, I guess, uh, you know, that it, it kind of introduces people to the idea and you can kind of gauge people's reactions to how they, exactly. you know, how they react to Ren. Okay, now we, okay, we should probably bring Ren into like the movies or the animated series or something. Can you imagine like uh, a you know, let's, let's, series yeah. with Ren, like even played by Christian Slater would be, I think, badass as hell. Um, I, I, I would watch. But I, I mean, if it has a Star Wars logo on it, I'm going to watch it anyway. Well, but yeah, <laughs> for the most part, Visions Visions was a little hard for me to get through. But but you got yeah. through it. I got through it. Whole thing it was fine. good. It was go. it was you know, and and everything's somebody's favorite. So yeah, exactly. But but yeah, no. If they if they did like a Ren series, easily easily would be uh, just like a top series, I think. Because yeah. I the second that I, I remember seeing. Ren's going to be in the, in the, the terrifying tales thing. People like lit up about that. And I think, mm -hmm. you know, if you do any kind of focus on any like cool looking dark side character, the internet loves it. Oh, a hundred percent. That's I, oh, obviously yeah. the Darth side, the Darth side, the dark side style is so much cooler than like a space wizard in a bathrobe. Like, yep. <laughs> come on, Get, at least clone Just wars had them with some in armor and stuff like, yeah. but like, it, and then that never made sense to me too. the robes like Obi-Wan's trying to hide in his robes in like, like a new hope. And then that somehow became the Jedi de facto. Like if you're trying to hide on Tatooine, don't yeah. dress like a friggin' Jedi. So his, the Jedi dress should be something different. Uh, anyway, I'm not going to start on that rant. Shit. I was going to say, cause uh, that, would, that would go into, well, why is he still called Luke Skywalker on well, Tatooine? Yeah, I know. Yeah, what the okay. hell? Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. book that particular yeah. hole <laughs> so that's yeah that's that sweater's just gone uh yeah. we, we pull up too many threads um but yeah i i thought lego uh terrifying tales was was a just a fantastically it, it was so much fun fun like, yeah that's yeah like it got got more fun when i watched it the second time and and if you're ever like missing anything like i threw on subtitles just so that i, I could be like all right now that way i could like see the spelling of grievous's name which i can't remember because it's difficult Right. Um, but yeah, just throwing that on to just catching the little, little teeny tiny references and stuff that's, that's mentioned that maybe you didn't hear. Um, and Grabala the Hutt, I, I want to see like everything with Grabala the Hutt. I love him. He's so yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I really expected him to be like the overall bad guy, but he was just, he's just trying oh, he's to make a living. He's just trying yeah. to do his thing, you know. Make, he's just a businessman and this was a legal business. It's not even like it was, it was a typical hut illegal thing. Yeah. Like that's it. He's and I hope to... I really hope his bed and breakfast works out. That's hundred <laughs> percent. I did have to laugh because it was like he's he's trying to do this kind of theme thing, and it was like the whole time I'm like, oh man, they're like kind of taking some shots at like Disney here. 
Like, are they actually yeah. just taking shots at like, <laughs> you know, you got dad sitting up in there and they're just like swinging, yeah. like, you know, just trying to get all the money out of the resorts. <laughs> they're going to buy it. They're going to love this that. stuff. You're on Disney plus cut. Like, Papa mouse is going to get yeah, angry at gonna, you. He's going to come after you. Um, anyway, no, it's, uh, I thought it was fun and ballsy and weird and just, uh, just all the stuff yeah. I want from like weird star Wars stuff. Although again, exploring some of this in canon would be fun it's fun with visions and lego to to explore those weird wacky parts and like take what you want because it's all made up anyway yeah. um but I'd, I'd love to see it even not in canon just explored in different mediums like some of these these takes on a, a more serious take i'd love a uh ren thing just like i'd love a finn training as a jedi from the holiday special yeah. i'd love to explore yeah just any any bits of of this yeah and i i think anything that adds to this like pool of of knowledge and ideas that that like you know the uh old expanded universe that i guess is now called legends or something um you know it's it's like this this collective pool of of ideas that they can pull from and morph and twist and make it into something new and unique and yeah, and then and then all of us get new Star Wars content. Like, exactly, that's that's cool. Exactly. Uh, speaking of new Star Wars content, I think before we wrap it up, they've uh, let's, let's talk about this. They've they just announced some new books, uh, so they're going into the prequels. I think they're going into some Return of the Jedi stuff between there and the sequels. Uh, some Obi-Wan Kenobi stuff possibly. So, um, and of course my page isn't loading to get the, uh, the full breakdown. So I'm just going to read what I have here. <laughs> so, uh, we've got shadow of the Sith takes place post uh, return of the Jedi. We'll explain a lot of unanswered questions from rise of Skywalker. That one's coming out June 28th, 2022 written by Adam Christopher. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, what do you, what do you that think one, of that one? That's that's uh, Ochi, I guess. Focusing yeah, that, on Luke and uh, and Lando hunting down Ochi. That one, I am I am both uh, the most excited for and also a little worried because okay. it, it for me like there's there's a lot of potential for uh, pretty much anything that triggers the toxic fan base. I, I don't I don't want them to like have any ammunition. And anything that they can see and kind of go like, oh, well, that's them retconning the sequels. No, no, this is just the new story. But I'm I'm a little worried about uh, any potential for Luke and Lando meeting Ray before uh, before the sequel trilogy, because that would that would really kind of make their initial meeting a little strange if he's already met her before. But, right. you know, I I. Obviously, none of us have read the book, so we have no idea. So I, I have faith that they will do well with it. But it's mm-hmm. it's just like one of those things that I'm going to go into it and be like, all right, just just be 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 cool. Let's let's take it easy. Let's not go uh, crazy with this. Um, but yeah, just the the idea of uh, bringing Ochi into into the books and then mm-hmm. which I, I feel like is one step closer to uh, Ochi in any of the any like uh, visual content. Like I know yeah. we have uh, Ochi in the comic books, Yep. but having him, you know, if they have any sort of like prequel content, uh, sequel prequel, I guess, content <laughs> uh, where maybe they do uh, like an animated show uh, and, and, you know, any, any, anything taking place in there or if, uh, it, you know, shows up in the Mandalorian even, I mean, granted that would, I think be pretty far before, 
before all that. But uh, man, no, Mando, he he would fit because uh, Ochi has in the comics uh, fought Darth Vader, so he oh, was yeah. around while well, Darth was around, and if he's around to uh, kill Ray's parents, that means that he survived after um, you know uh, Return of the mm-hmm. Jedi, which means that yeah, he he fits in mean- Mandalorian. Yeah, there's there's just like there's so many places where Ochi could be put in. He could be put in mm-hmm. the Mandalorian. Uh, I, depending on if they do any sort of um, uh, time jumps or anything in the Bad Batch for season two, I mean, there's always potential to put him in there too. Absolutely, because uh, the Bad Batch really seems like they're you know starting to work into some stuff that's in the Mandalorian, and if you know, and, yep. you know, and if you if you work Ochi uh, into it, then then you can tie it into the new books. And I really, you know, the books are. are a good way of exploring new ideas and kind of seeing what people, you know, react to and put them in the movies, put them in the, the TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Disney, Disney plus show. I mean, at Disney plus, I, I, I think it's not going to be hurting for content. We keep, it, it seems like we keep hearing about a new Marvel show yeah. every second day uh, that they're developing or, or whatever. But for the, the star Wars side of things, I know we know some of the slate, but, yeah, keep adding to oh, it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, between between Disney Plus, like, and all of the new stuff coming out, twenty twenty two, Star Wars fans are getting fed. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so the next one up, Brotherhood. That's uh, Obi Wan and Anakin's relationship during the Clone Wars. That one's uh, by Mike Chen. Um, so yeah, kind of yeah, prequel kind of stuff. If you, I mean, we both just talked about how much we love the Clone Wars cartoon, those yeah. movies more of I'm, the same kind of thing a little bit deeper dive maybe a little throw some assage ventress yeah. in there oh anything with assage yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's she's uh she's like that perfect combination of just crazy and unpredictable and i i love her but yeah this one um i'm curious about this one too just cuz uh you know it, it, we kind of feel like we already know everything about anakin and obi-wan because mm-hmm. you know the prequel trilogy like centered around them. And then the clone wars pretty much centered around them. Um, so when I read the description on this one, I'm like, I was kind of like, why are they making a book about that? We, we already know, but you know, uh, the, the description of it really kind of paints this idea of, okay, there's, there's something that really like solidified that, that brother bond for them. Mm -hmm. Um, more so than anything that we've seen in the comic books or in the, uh, in the TV shows and in the movies and stuff. So yeah, no, I'm super, super interested in reading that one too, just cause I want to know like what it was that really like glued them together. And I, I, you know, I feel like at the end of this, then that scene on Mustafar of, uh, Obi-Wan, uh, yelling, you were my brother, Anakin, I loved you. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll make that hurt just a little bit more. That, that's it. Uh, add more pain to star Wars. That will, uh, <laughs> that's what we need. Um, <laughs> that's <laughs> uh the last uh, i think that's the last one uh no never mind sorry uh the next one anyway stories of jedi and sith that's a collection from different authors and uh that's set to re- arrive uh june 7th of 2022 um so that's going to be a whole bunch of i, I like those little bite-sized pieces you can read a little chapter a little story about uh, some of the listed here, Luke Skywalker, uh, Darth Vader, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Asajj Ventress is back in this one. There's going to be some illustrations. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of digging this. I, I, I like, like I said, I like that bite-sized style, more kind of yeah. visions-esque. Um, 
How you feel about and, that one? Yeah, and this one, this one kind of seems like you know, uh, being the anthology of stories. Yeah, it's just they can kind of play with it and do different, unique, crazy things that might not work in like full fledged to like single story things. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's just a, a bite sized story, they can just kind of play with ideas and and go from there. So, um, yeah, no, definitely, definitely interesting, but. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the last one, I believe, is uh, Padawan. That one uh, seems maybe young adult centric, but uh, should still be a good read. And that's going to be Obi-Wan in his early days with Qui-Gon Jinn. So I think that's that's going to be pretty cool. I think it's, uh, you know, when we're dropped in in Phantom Menace, they've clearly been together for a little bit. Uh, we see kind of the ending of his Padawan days and, and kind of where that goes from there. Um, this, yeah. I, I think this one's going to be cool. And, and especially with the Obi-Wan series coming up, this could be kind of a cool, like we, you know, precursor to, to that kind of yeah. stuff. And, and <laughs> I, I love exploring. I hope they get a little bit more into exploring Qui-Gon Jinn as well, uh, because that, he was such a was great character that, that was just kind of, you know, defeated in the first uh the first one and and not really continued but uh such an interesting character and 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 so much to explore there of why he didn't get along with the council why his thoughts were what they were why he was kind of given a padawan in the first place if if the council didn't really like what he was doing at pretty much any given point um, they have a habit of that yeah right so i think that i think there's going to be some really interesting stuff to explore in this one how do you feel yeah, no, I think um, I think you're right on that one. Just uh, I, I do hope that even though the book kind of focuses around uh, Obi Wan, I, I really do hope that they kind of flesh out um, uh, Qui Gon's character as well. Just because you know when we meet him in uh, in the first episode, in Episode One, it, we kind of see that Obi Wan kind of understands that that Qui Gon does things differently. Yeah. Um, and and you know maybe in the book we'll get an idea of what made him kind of. Uh, think like that. What made him respect that? Because it really seems like, yeah, he knows that uh, that Qui Gon does things differently, and that's that's good. What he does is is good. Sometimes questionable, but good. Um, and and yeah, anything that that fleshes out Obi Wan, even though he is very fleshed out already. Sure. Uh, you know, I'm I'm curious. You know, if if even if they do like uh, an early early thing about even where, you know, how he was picked up, how he started his whole Jedi training. Um, Um, I'm really curious if they'll start him off being a Padawan under Yoda. So then his line of, uh, (laughs) you need to go to the Dagobah system to train under the Jedi that trained me, uh, or that instructed me or whatever, you know, paraphrasing, uh, you know, that'll make sense because he did for two months before shipping him <laughs> off to Qui-Gon or something like yeah. that, right? I mean, <laughs> Either that or like, you know, Qui-Gon was Yoda's apprentice and then uh, Yoda was like, all right, no, this dude needs needs to train somebody, you know, kind of like what they did with uh, with Anakin. Like, we're hoping that by training somebody and, and training him to uh, raise this person and kind of let them go, he'll learn to let go of attachments. Maybe there was something like that with Qui-Gon that Yoda was like, he's got to, he's got to, you know, bring up a Padawan for whatever lesson they wanted to teach him. Right. Right. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. I'm, I'm looking forward to all of these. There's going to be so much reading. I'm behind on my star Wars reading as it is. Oh, uh, so far the, behind. The, uh, Old Republic stuff or, or the high Republic high stuff. Republic, yeah. um, but uh, damn, there's, like you said, there is no shortage of star Wars content. If uh, across yeah. multiple mediums, it's, uh, it's, it's if you don't awesome. like one of it. There's more to go. 
Like just, exactly. just find something you like and run with it. Exactly. If you were to take one of these books and turn it into a series, which one would you choose? Oh God. Um, I think, I feel like the one that would probably have the most, oh God, that's a tough question. I just thought uh, of it. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I don't even have an answer. I'm just on your feet, man. Out. That's good. Yeah. Um, no, I'd say probably the one that has like the most uh, most content to go for. I'd probably say would be uh, Padawan. Honestly, yeah. like I, I feel like they could. I, I don't want to say the word stretch that out because that's kind of got like bad connotation. But I feel like they could, you know, find a way to almost make like another Clone Wars series out of Padawan. I feel like Ooh. the yeah. other stories have like you know, a, a much more defined beginning and end. That's kind of a shorter time period. Right. Um, and the anthology one, I mean, the anthology one would actually work really well too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Just, um, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see. And, and just because what you said of, of, about uh, Ochi being brought into live action, um, I'd love to see shadow of the Sith, but I'd love to see that as live action. Uh, yeah. And I think as a live action limited series uh, and you get uh, Donald Glover back as uh, as lando um yep. and then you get like sebastian stan or the dude that did the body double in mando um yep. as luke and then just go go on a little ride with, and with just go full characters. ham on the uh on on the deep fake if they do the uh if they do that that guy that played luke they can they can do the deep fake again and i i believe disney hired the uh there was a guy on youtube that like quote well, unquote fixed he, the, the yeah, deep face. They, they hired him because of yeah. how good he was. So it was like, Oh my God. I'm so I'm, I'm really hoping that they did that maybe for the idea of actually making that into a, a limited series. That would be freaking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah. Why would they hire the guy if they're not planning on doing some more deep fakes yeah. in the future? So it makes sense. That absolutely yeah. makes sense. Um, I think that's uh, that's a good place to wrap it up. So before we go, please, please, Tell people where they can find you. And and once again, thank you for for joining me today. Oh, it's my pleasure, man. I had so much fun. Uh, so you can find me pretty much uh, anywhere on social media, uh, at Bright Suns Media. Um, I'm most active on Twitter uh, pretty much entirely. And I tweet a lot. So before you follow, just know that I'm going to flood your timeline because my brain just, I, I like to just do these social media brain dumps. Um, and only half of it ends up in my drafts folder. Um, and uh, you can find me on uh, the, the Bright Suns podcast is on Apple, on Spotify, on Anchor, uh, a few others. Uh, you can put, I, I have a whole link tree on my Twitter profile. You can find me there. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, it's, it's a great show. Go listen. And uh, and thanks again. This Thank was uh, this was great. We'll have to have you back again because I think you and Charlie would would get along. And, uh, and I just kind of like, Love your your takes on everything. So, yeah. uh, so thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, well, you can find me at the underscore Canardian. Uh, you can find Charlie at the C3. Um, and of course, you know, I'm always commenting on stuff. And you can find us at uh, secretfriendsunite.com. But I'll let myself take us out with a little canned outro. So uh, thank you very much for listening. May the force be with you. Rex, play us out. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. 
Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.